All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Uh, I know it's gone last week, spent some time with the family, but I'm back uh, talking basketball with my friend Jeremy, uh, a friend from high school. We've always been close, we've always um, kept in contact and everything, but now we're back in the same state. Um, so we're definitely going to hang out soon. We just live in different cities, and I just got back from Arizona, so I'm just quarantining just in case. Um, I should be fine. I, I don't feel anything wrong, but I have a Rona test tomorrow just to make sure then uh, from there I'll start making plans with people. But Jeremy, how are you doing? Um, pretty good. Living the dream, staying healthy, hopefully. I mean, no symptoms as of, as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle had to get tested Somebody at work tested positive, so that was kind of a nerve-wracking couple of days. Well, Kyle should just be testing weekly anyways, just based off who he is. Yeah, he probably should. He (laughs) kind of, you know, you know how he is. Yeah, I know. Get him him on one day, just to, like, goof on him a little bit. (laughs) It has been a long time since I've messed with him. Yeah. But... It's the exact same. Yeah, what do you got going on in your life, man? Um, nothing much. I just moved back down to Cincy. Mm-hmm. Um, just been like working. Um, that's about it. I'm psyched that sports are back. I'll never take them for granted ever again. <laughs> and I'm watching everything. I've been getting into like hockey and soccer. Like I've never even watched them before. Well, hockey has been really good. You see that five overtime game? Seven hours, seven yeah. hours of it was hockey. The worst. I hated it. It made me not want to watch hockey more. <laughs> it was excruciating. Yeah. I did. Ugh. No, it was, I didn't watch it. I don't have that kind of time uh, on my hands or anything, but from from what I've heard from everybody is this is the worst thing to ever see because like you're looking and the players on the ice are just gassed. Oh, they're completely uh, done. Like they're just playing drunk hockey at that point. Yeah, I mean you played almost three full games. Yeah, exactly. Just for that one, mm-hmm. like I would have just given up. I kept saying like at this point, like it's not like at what point do you have to weigh like how tired everybody's getting. There has to be just like a better format. You can't just play forever. Like, not, I I was talking a bunch of my like friends around here are big like Blue Jackets fans. So I've yeah. been watching the games with them and like asking them questions because I don't really know a ton about the game. Yeah, me and yeah. they said that in the regular season, after like one overtime, they have a shootout. But for some reason in the playoffs, they get rid of it, which doesn't make any like. I feel like you need the shootout in the playoffs more than in the regular season. Yeah. But, but the same thing. Seven overtimes. Yeah. No, I think you're right. No one wants to play that many overtimes, but at the same time, it's just like you don't want to lose a playoff game off of a shootout. That's fair. But you also don't want to lose after playing – Oh, five overtimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't I don't know the perfect method for this from what 
I was listening to like another show and what they were saying would be kind of like interesting and fun is you have five on five for the first overtime, four on four for the second, three on three for the third. And it just goes down until it's straight, just one-on-one if it needs to. Yeah. Well, that's what they do in the regular season is the overtime is three on three, which Mm. I think is way more exciting. Yeah, that's way better. Just go straight with that. Like, I don't know why they abandon it for the playoffs. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know anything about hockey. I wish my friend Austin was here. Uh, He's another guy that's always on the podcast. He loves hockey. Absolutely loves the Blue Jackets. He's a diehard fan. Um, We'll have to bring him on next week and talk with him about it and learn. I feel like it's too late to learn now because the playoffs is like Uh, already happening. No, it's well, we'll see how the Blue Jackets are doing, and then we'll see what we're gonna do next week. Um, hey, I'll root for I'll root for anybody. <laughs> okay, so for me, I just got back from Arizona. Um, I went to go see my parents out there, and then my uncle, and a bunch of I have a bunch of family out there, but mostly I haven't been back to Arizona in ten years, and I lived there for seven years, and. To be back after so long, it was just, dude, it was weird. I went to go see, like, where I used to live, yeah, and, like, where I used to go to school and shit, and just, like, how, like, the town, because when I first originally moved there in, like, 2003, 2004, it was, like, it was not that, like, popping or anything. It was, like, very dead. Uh, They were just building our neighborhood and everything, and it was, like, really, like, there was nothing there. There was a Walmart, a Burger King, a McDonald's and a fuck ton of neighborhoods that were still in development. <laughs> so to be back there and see that there's so much shit all in one spot, like literally you probably would never have to leave the town that you're living in just because there's so much stuff there. Yeah. Uh, it was weird, man. It was really weird. And, but I, overall I enjoyed it. I think it was a really nice trip. Um, talking like with my family and everything, they're all just like, Oh, like you're out of the air force. What are you going to do now? Like, and and then I tell them like, Oh, I'm going to school. Um, I'm also focusing on like sports media and things like that. Um, and then just being like a content creator and just creating things. Um, right now I'm just pretty much self-employed. Um, trying to build myself up as I go along, but, um, they were extremely supportive. I thought I was just going to get a bunch of like weird looks and a bunch of like, uh, probably pick a different pick a different job but actually everybody was really supportive and the one person that I was like very surprised that was extremely supportive and even willing to help me on every single piece of writing that I've done was my dad oh really yeah I was really shocked like I know Jeremy you know my dad he's not the greatest guy he's kind of a piece (laughs) of shit um but no he like really like stepped up um over the past week and he was just like He's like, hey, what are you writing about today? And he would like outwardly ask me, what are you going to write about today? Yeah. And I would tell him and he's like, well, why don't you tweak this and everything? And this is, this is a man that knows nothing about sports. The, the only sport he loves watching is boxing. That was it. And to see him be so passionate about like what I'm doing to the point where he's looking up stories and reading them while he's on his break at work. Yeah, it kind of like meant a lot to me um, that he was like just taking the time to really do like some research for me. And then he would give me um, like advice and he'd be like, well, I read this today here. And, uh, you know, I think you should 
you should talk about this or you should integrate this. And he would just like, he just keeps sending me stories and sending me links um, to all these, from all these different writers. And I was like, damn, like he's actually like, there, there hasn't been a lot of times where like my dad has like supported what I'm doing. Um, but this is like one of those times and I was really shocked, really, really yeah. shocked. Sweet. Um, yeah. So I was pretty happy about that, but yeah, I'm back in Columbus. Um, here to stay for a while. School starts next week, uh, sometime next week, I don't know, 10 days. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting couple of months. Uh, I haven't actually been at school in four years, so should be pretty interesting. Um, but today we're pretty much going to be covering basketball playoffs start Monday. Um, and then we're going to touch on some NBA winners and losers who we think is going to win and who we think is going to lose it all college football, RIP, and then NFL. If we're feeling hopeful, I don't know how this shit's going to work out. Um, but yeah, going straight into it. So obviously Jeremy, we talked uh, beforehand. The game tomorrow don't really matter. We have Denver versus Toronto. I don't give a shit, right? No. Um, Miami versus Indiana. Probably the only one I actually care about. OKC versus the Clippers. Could be interesting. Don't think the Clippers are going to start their starters. Um, no. I mean, personally, I wouldn't, but whatever. And then Philadelphia versus Houston. I don't really give a shit. I love Philly, but right now I just like I'm focused on the playoffs. And I think so is the rest of their team. They've they got Ben Simmons hurt. Um, I wrote a blog about that. And then um, they've just – Joel Embiid has been on and off. He's been day by day um, with an ankle injury. So, I don't know. It's – Philadelphia is a headache, um, and think, they're the reason I, I drink. I think both of those teams are, are panicking a little bit. Houston? Yeah. Russ, why, why Russ, is, Russ is out at least the first two games of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – I mean, they did it without Russ, though. They've done it before without Russ. Yeah, but I don't – I mean – It makes you know. nervous? I don't know. I, don't I would know be nervous. Much. Yeah, I mean, they're ultra small. Now they don't have that that workhorse that they know is, is just going to put in that energy. And I don't know. I think that they – I mean, I think they wanted to be higher than – what are they right now, the five? Yeah. The Thunder, I mean, they've the Thunder have, have beaten them more games than not this season. You know I what? Think that's they, they that's had true. A better matchup, and obviously the 76ers, with especially without Ben Simmons. I mean, I don't. I love that I matchup, though. I really. They got out of the first round. Yeah. I love that matchup, though. Which you could you, you couldn't write it even better. Oklahoma City versus the Rockets. Oh, it's great. It, like you can't write this. This is amazing. No, is I, I just can't believe it. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think I'm rooting for OKC. Honestly, never been a 100%. Rockets fan. I don't like Russell yeah. Westbrook. Um, <laughs> that's a personal preference. I just don't like him. Um, yeah. Amazing player, nonetheless. But I just personally, wow. I don't like him. Yeah. Um, same thing with James Harden. I think he plays. I just, I just don't like the way he plays basketball. I think he's he's a guy that's just taking advantage of the game. And do I knock him for it? No, absolutely not. Am that's I annoyed great. by it? Yeah. You've got that understanding of the game that you know 
like what what you can do where and how to yeah. draw those fouls and like that in and of itself is you know a great skill and one I don't know if I've ever seen anybody that that does it better but yeah it is kind of um I don't know it's just kind of like less interesting to to watch mm-hmm. I don't know he just he can score like 20 points a night just from the free throw line mm-hmm um, the one that I did want to talk about was Miami versus Indiana. You were a longtime Indiana fan. Yep. For as long as I known you, and then you just uh, hopped on that Paul George bandwagon. I didn't. Okay. I didn't <laughs> hop on the Paul George bandwagon. I was a fan of the Pacers because Paul George was on the team. So I will root for whatever team he goes. So it was the Pacers for a long time. I got to watch a lot of those Paul George, LeBron James, Eastern Conference Finals matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to OKC. Me, I'm the same as you. I don't, I'm not a huge uh, Russell Westbrook fan. Obviously, I rooted for him when I was rooting for OKC. But now I got the Clippers. And I don't know if there's a better situation out there. It's- well, there is. It's, it's been Paul pretty, George. yeah. Well, we'll see. It's been pretty. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever, as a lifelong sports fan, I don't know if I've ever gone into a season with as much like confidence as I have this year. Really, the team that I am like rooting for is going to do well. Okay, all right, that's fair. Yeah, the one. Yeah, so the game I did want to talk about was Butler versus T.J. Warren, Miami versus Indiana. Miami revered as a good team, good coach, good organization, uh, always been there and always probably will be there, um, especially under Pat Riley. Now, Indiana. Yeah, Indiana has always been a team that no, no one expects anything from them. They're the smallest market team in the East, um, and they, no one, I've never been hopeful for them. I've always been like, oh, you know what, Miami – or not Miami, Indiana, if they do good, then great. If not, okay, I can sleep probably better at night. I don't really give a shit. Um, but they've always just been bad team with a really good coach. If there's one thing that's been consistent, it's their coach. And it's their ability to just keep coming to the fucking playoffs. I don't, I don't get it. Like, they're just, like, they're always there. They don't, they like, have- they have... They're just a, the, a solid, small market, blue collar, like grinding team. You know, they, they never, I mean, they had Paul George at the helm for a while, but they don't, they don't have like flashy superstars. They don't have huge names. They just have a collection of solid players who know what their role is. Mm-hmm. They were obviously really well coached, and they just go out there and put in the effort, and more, yeah, I mean, more, more effort than I think a lot of other teams put in. They just don't have, I don't think the the talent that they need to to keep up with the you know the top of the East. Yeah, that is true. I don't think that they have. I want to believe in Victor Oladipo. He's just injury prone, man. He's just. Injury after injury. It's just been, I think, like too like fast for him coming back. I think he just needs. Yeah. I mean, I guess he had. You know, we had four months. So, 
I don't know. Yeah, he just doesn't seem like the same, you know, player. He's not filling up the stat sheet like he once was. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I mean, you have TJ Warren, who is, you know, one of the one of the great stories that to come out of the bubble. He's been lighting it up. I don't know how how well he'll be able to lead against definitely a more well. I was going to say a more experienced Miami Heat team, but I don't know. They're they're pretty young as well. It is a young team, but I think it's I think it's well put together. You have Bam, you have Butler, you have Tyler Hero. Um, who else do you have on that team? Kendrick Nunn. Yep. Um, but yeah. Anyways, besides the point, they have they have a good players, right? I just think Indiana is like either grittier. Like they, it seems like they want it more, yeah, um, than Miami. So it should be an interesting game, uh, especially because it's kind of a preview into the playoffs. I hope Butler and TJ play again. They have a long history together, of like beefing. Uh, they've beefed on the court. They beefed off the court on social media, and they did it again when it was uh, Butler versus TJ Warren the other day. And Butler held him to only sixteen points. The yeah. dude's averaging like thirty. Yeah. In the bubble. Yeah, sure. and he slowed him down heavy. Um, and then Miami came back and won that game. I mean, in my book, that's that's a win. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the tricky part about the Pacers is if you if if Butler, you know, and company can can neutralize um TJ Warren, who else is gonna provide that spark offensively? I mean, maybe Maybe you get Oladipo going or like Miles Turner, like, mm-hmm. you know, starts putting a bunch of layups in. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I just think if he's, if he's not going, they're going to have a tough time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a good matchup, but the one thing everybody does care about is the playoffs. Monday obviously starts first game of the playoffs is Utah versus Denver. What are you hopeful for, and what do you, who do you think is going to win that game? Um, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm just hoping that it's a good series. Um, I think that they're both intriguing teams. I think that Denver is, you know, their ceiling is really, really high. I feel like the past couple of years, people have been saying, you know, they're they're just a little bit too young, they're too inexperienced. Maybe you know the next year, the year after that, they'll be better sort of like the the 76ers were for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have really good pieces. I think that a lot of them are playing really well now. Obviously, Michael Porter Jr., especially in the bubble, um, has, has produced really well uh, for that team. They have a lot of people that can, that can do a lot of good things. They're mm-hmm. young. They're tall. They've got length. They've got a lot of guys that can shoot the three. They've got big guys that can bang down low. Um, I like them a lot. And then on the other side, you've got Donovan Mitchell. We all, you know, everybody has seen what he can do. Rudy Gobert, arguably the best defensive center in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. To me, they just, I'm just worried about their depth a little bit. I don't know if they have the firepower um, to keep up with them in a seven game series. Right. Right. No, I think it's, 
I think it's going to be interesting. Who do you think is going to win that game? Um, the 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 game or the series? Both. Let's do game and series. Um, I think I'm going to give both of them to Denver. Damn. Yeah, that's I. I'm going to have to agree. Um, you have Jokic. He's the team's leader. He's got 22, 20.2 points per game, averaging 10 rebounds and seven assists a game. Um, so he's, he's doing very well. Um, not only that, but you have Jamal Murray and then Michael Porter Jr. who just completely broke out. I wrote, oh, yeah. I wrote about him the other day, and I've always thought he was going to be good. From high school, he was going to be good. Yeah. He was rated number one overall. Um, unfortunately, he did have a couple injuries straight into his um, first season at Mizzou. Um, but then came to the NBA, didn't play for a whole nother year, just straight up recovery for two years straight. And then now he's back and he's ready to play. He's, he's doing really, really well. Um, That, that move to, you know, to sit him for another year really looks good now. I think that, so a lot of people shit on that, but I think that's like one of the more underrated moves to just have like a rookie just sit. I think that that is the one of the tougher things to do as a franchise. Obviously, you've got players that expect things of players that are drafted. You've got all the fans and the media. Um, and, you know, they, they drafted him because they saw the potential. And they said, you know, we're going to do what we think is best. We'll sit him out for another year. And hopefully he comes back stronger than ever. And I think that they, you know, it it wasn't the sexiest move to make at the time, but I think they're they're reaping the benefits of it now. Yeah, when he was originally drafted, so he was drafted, I think it was like fifteenth or sixteenth overall. He was um, he was in the first round for sure. Yeah, he was in the first round, but he wasn't as high as he wanted to be. No. Um and I remember watching that draft and I was it was the year that the I'm pretty sure the Cavs had that seventh pick. Yeah. Yeah. So the Cavs had the seventh pick and I was really hopeful that they would pick him. I was really hoping for it. And they didn't. They picked Darius Carlin, which is fine. I like Darius Carlin, but still. Kind of uh kind of upsetting, but nonetheless, um I think he's gonna do really well this game. Um I'm hoping Denver wins. I've never been a Donovan Donovan Mitchell fan. Um, from when it was that rookie race between him and uh, my one of my favorite players, Ben Simmons. Um, do I think he's good? Yeah, he's good. But I just, I don't know. I feel this. The, there's just something like about him. I don't know if it's a, a trust thing. There's just, I don't know. I can I can see that he has a high ceiling and he does a lot of things really well. There's just something about him and like his game that I'm just not completely sold on yet. So I'll tell you what, since the bubble started, I don't see that he's been playing with the same energy that he once was. I just like, I don't know. He's doing well. He's not doing bad or anything, but he's just not playing with the same energy. Yeah. Uh, Not really sure what it is, um, but yeah, I'm hopeful Denver's going to win this game. Um, They've won against, all of their matchups this season. So they're three for three against Utah. And 
And the last time they faced was actually earlier this, it was over the weekend and they went into double overtime. And Mm. that was the one game where I thought this is the Donovan Mitchell that everybody loves to see. He hit that clutch three, came back around and hit that clutch layup within four seconds. Yeah. Um, So watching that, I was like, that's the Donovan Mitchell that everybody wants to see, but going when it hit overtime and then when it even hit double overtime, I'm sure he was gassed, but still, I just didn't see the same, the same Donovan Mitchell that was ready to win it all in that fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, do you think that that has anything to do with like the lack of fans that they have to work with in the bubble? Do you think he feeds on that like energy of the crowd to to pump him up and play better more than like most? You know, that's an interesting theory. Um, I think it. I think it's definitely a factor in some within some of the way players play. Yeah, I definitely think it's the it's a factor, but I don't know if it's the issue, right? You should be able to if you're a good player, you should be able to perform with or without fans. Having the yeah. fans there means so much to somebody, but in this scenario, they know we're watching, right? They know we're we're watching every minute, every day, but you're just going to have to like go within yourself and push yourself. Yeah. Um, but that, that's game, that game's going to be interesting. Uh, up next after that, we have Brooklyn versus Toronto. I think Toronto's going to win. I think we're going to see – they've been a team that across the board and across the, their entire roster, everybody's putting up points. Everybody eats in Toronto. Um, and it's not one star player. It's a team. And it's probably one of it's easily one of the best traditional basketball teams that I've seen in such a long time. Nowadays, like we have like superstar teaming up with superstars, which is great. Like, right? Don't get me wrong. This is great basketball that we have now. I love watching it, but it's not the same as it once was. Right? This is Toronto is a team that has a, an amazing coach. Um, they have good players, and they're all a good team, and they build each other up. And they all, all their play styles complement each other. And it just happens to work out that they've just been so, they have really good chemistry and they've been doing so well. And I'm, I'm excited for, for Toronto. I think they could win. I think they, I actually think that they could go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They play so um, well together. Yeah. I mean, I, I could definitely see that. Um, they are like a, a a team that is built with, you know, the, the numbers that they have. They're another team that doesn't have – I mean, obviously you have Siakam and Kyle Lowry isn't the player that he once was, but he's still a very good player. Mm-hmm. But they don't have, you know, the the LeBron James or the Anthony Davises of the, of the NBA. They just have a lot of solid pieces. They've got good chemistry. They play really well together. They're obviously extremely well coached. Um, I feel like Nick Nurse is in like the the discussion every year uh, for coach of the year. Right. Right. They, the, that interesting, um, you know, talking about that team versus the the star-studded league that we're in now. Just their matchup with the Nets, who obviously don't have Kevin Durant or um, Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. 
but that's you know it they're they're kind of polar opposites in that you know that's the nets are a very top heavy star driven team they don't have them now and for that reason i don't give them really any chance at all in winning the the series against toronto um but i do think that toronto could make it deep into the playoffs the only thing that i am a little bit worried about is obviously we haven't seen most of them in you know deep into the playoffs without the best player that they had in Kawhi Leonard yeah so it'll be interesting um just to see how they respond you know maybe late in some games crunch time um I would assume Siakam would be leading things from them from an offensive standpoint um but it'll be interesting to see who steps up maybe who takes a step down with the pressure. Um, but I do think that they're, you know, definitely one of, one of the, one of the top in the Eastern conference. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, one of the matchups that I'm most excited about is Philadelphia versus Boston rivals, Boston, great team, Philadelphia, better team. Um, no, nah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's my bias talking, but no, I don't know. I I was very hopeful coming into this season for Philadelphia. Um, I think without Ben Simmons, that hurts. That hurts a lot. But you know what? I think I'm finally coming to the realization that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid cannot play together. They're not a good combo. I would agree. The spacing on the floor is so fucking weird. It doesn't make sense. Also, that team just doesn't have a leader. Not yeah. yet. There's no one there to lead them. Yeah, they're – I don't know. I think, honestly, even with – even if they had – I shouldn't say. If they had Ben Simmons, it would. I would definitely be a lot uh, more excited about the series. I think it would have been a lot closer um, – if he was playing without him, I really don't see them winning the series. I think that the Celtics are They're the better team among, among my favorites in the Eastern conference. I think that, you know, they're extremely well coached. They've got a lot of depth. They've got a lot of guys that contribute significantly. Um, I don't think that they're one that has to worry about, you know, uh, our one guy on offense isn't hot. What are we going to do? They've got plenty of guys that can pick up the slack if somebody's having an off night. They're really good defensively. They can shoot threes really well. Um, I like them a lot, especially against Philly. Um, And I'll take them. I mean, I think that the Celtics, obviously Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks. Those those seem to be the three teams in the East. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna suck because I think you're right. Um, I want Philadelphia to win as much as possible, right? Yeah. If they could win it all, great. But if I'm being honest with myself, I think you're right, and it's Boston, Bucks, and Toronto. Yeah. Um, those three teams are just unstoppable. Um, the way they play, and when when it matters too, we've seen it before. Boston shows up when, yeah. when, when you need them most Boston 
can do it. Yeah. Um, I think we got a, there are a lot of, especially in the East, there are a lot of um, young stars in the making who have a chance to really put their stamp on the playoffs this year. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. Um, so yeah, next game after that is Dallas versus the Clippers. I want Dallas to win. No, fuck no. <laughs> They're not going to win. I'll put it. I'd put any amount of money you want to put on it for Clips versus Dallas. Yeah, i'll I'll put I'll put any amount of money you want on the Clippers. Well, I know the Clippers are going to win this. Um, I'm excited for what Dallas has. I think this year they showed the world who they can be under Luca and Porzingis. And I think they have so much room to grow. This is going to be a really, really good team. Yeah. I, um, I think that they're going to be really good. I think that them, the Mavericks and the Nuggets, I think are the two, the two teams in the West that are rising really fast. Yeah. Um, do you I buy stock in Sacramento? I'm sorry. Do you do you have any stock in Sacramento? Um, I think that they. I don't think that they are as good as Denver or um, the Mavericks, but mm-hmm. I do recognize that they are playing significantly better than what I've come to expect from the Sacramento Kings. I think they need a new coach. They they need well they've had a new coach every three year or every year for the past three years. That's how you build success. <laughs> I think they just need to stick with one guy, not Luke Walton because he's fucking trash. Um, <laughs> they need to find a guy that they can call their own. Because um, just picking up off to like the the coaches that get fired, like it's not going to work out for them. But. That's the topic for another day. I think the Clippers are going to win this game. Love where Dallas is going. Just don't think that they have what it takes to beat the Clippers in this game or in this series. Um, I think it's going to be good. We're going to see a lot of. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of good plays from uh, Dallas and a lot of good stuff from Luca, and it's going yeah. to be pretty interesting. I know coming into the bubble, um, Porzingis wasn't doing too hot, but he's actually been doing really well. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm hopeful for, for Monday night's games. Um, okay, let's get into it. Who's, who do you think is going to win it all and why? Um, I mean, you know me, I'm going with the Clippers. Um, (laughs) I think that they just have so much working for them. Mm -hmm. They've got arguably the best bench in the NBA. They've got two superstars in Kawhi and Paul George, Mm -hmm. both who play the wings and who are elite on the offensive and defensive position, which history shows wins championships. They're a great defensive team. They've got plenty of guys that can score. Um, I I don't I just I just have too much confidence in them. I think that they've got a couple of guys that have the dog that can get it done, especially in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they drew a good first round matchup 
um, at least with the, the Mavericks. I think that they match up really good against them. Obviously, we've seen them. I, I believe they swept them in the regular season. Um, yeah. I feel good about them. Uh, the Eastern Conference, if I'm – I think the Clippers are going to win it all. I think in the finals, I think it's either going to be um, the Bucks or the Celtics. Um, I know you're really high on the Raptors. I'm definitely not a Raptors hater. Um, I just think if I had to put money on somebody, I would put the other two above them. Um, I think just the playoffs in general, because of the extended time that we've had off and the atmosphere, it's almost just like a five on five, like pickup game in the gym. I think we're going to see a lot of really good play, a lot of really competitive games. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we see a lot of series that go deep. I don't want I don't want a lot of sweeps. Yeah. I'd love yeah. That's what that's six, seven game series. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I'm like very hopeful for is that the the series coming into this playoffs are going to be good. And I think they are going to be good. I'm, I'm, pretty sure that they are because when I first came into the season one of the reasons why I liked it the most is that I didn't really know who was going to be in the playoffs over the past three years it's been Cleveland and Warriors or the past five years it's been Cleveland and Warriors matchup right great but at the same time like it's nice to see different players there nice to see different teams there in a it's this season was kind of shaped to where Anybody can take it, but if anybody's going to take it, it's going to be a team from the West. Um, <laughs> yeah. Me personally, uh, I think the Bucks will do good. I think I actually think that they're going to make it to the finals. I don't think that they're going to win. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. That that team just didn't, in my eyes, that team just didn't do enough in the off season last year to to like get players there yeah Um, i mean they've got i mean obviously taking Giannis out of the equation and chris middleton i mean he's not he's a he's a solid player a you know borderline all-star player on any in any given year he's not you know he's not insane brooke lopez can still do his thing down low i've watched a couple of their games um especially in the bubble he shoots the three especially for a big man, incredibly well. I've, I've been really impressed the, the, the last couple of games I've seen. He's had a really good stroke from three. Um, I just, I don't, I think the, the, those Western Conference teams just, you know, they just got, they just have like another gear that I'm not seeing out of those West, those Eastern Conference teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They do, they do play with, I feel like they play with a lot more competitiveness because like we, I mean, like we saw in the past, what three weeks? The the past, uh, yeah, the past three weeks where it was really a race for the eighth and ninth seed. Like we didn't know yeah. who was going to take it. Yeah, I mean, two two days ago, whatever it was, there were four teams, eight through eleven, who were all tied. Yeah, and I mean that you don't get that in does, the East. It does yeah. suck for like you know the the Suns we were talking about before starting the fact that you could that you could win out and still not make the playoffs is is 
rough. I think that a lot of these teams are just glad, and I think fans in general, it's good. I mean, the the Warriors have been incredible over the past, you know, five, six years. I think everybody's glad that they're out of the mix this season. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. nice to just have a, a more of a wide open view of the conference versus, you know, we assume the, the Warriors are going to make it and who is it going to be on the in the East? I think it's nice that anybody can can go out there and get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it this is going to be interesting, but I actually think winner it's going to be the Lakers. Um I actually think that they have what it takes within LeBron and AD. Um I know your guys are Paul George and Kawhi. I just think that LeBron and AD are just better. Right? They're they're just better. They can put the team on their shoulders and take it away. Um, Kuzma has had a really good performance last game. Um, That's fair. Yeah, last game. Yeah, don't don't go shaking your head yet. I'm I'm not super. uh, I'm not super high on Kuzma. Yeah, it's been it's been rough ever since that first year. He did really well. Um, Yeah, it feels like he's like last year to this year. It feels I don't know statistically if he's regressed, but it just kind of feels that way. Well, I think it feels that way because it's hard. When you were that guy the first year you got there, right? You were that guy and you're like, oh, wow, this guy's actually pretty good. And you're just like, yeah, like, I know I am. Yeah. And then you, <laughs> you're you stepping on the same court as teammates with LeBron and AD. That's, that's, that is fair. You're automatically like just tossed to the side. Yeah, you're not going to be – you're not going to be that guy anymore, right? Yeah, you have them, to them adding AD. Um, I'm sure it affects his performance a lot. Um, maybe next year, you know, them having another year of of chemistry and playing together, maybe it'll be like better. I just feel like I don't know. Like I would have, I would have rather them I don't know if you if they could have given uh the Pelicans Kuzma instead of Brandon Ingram but I feel like they held on to the wrong player I actually don't think so I actually think that they held on to the right player and he's so early in his career that you can actually mold him in the way that you want um in in the one so in the play that we saw last yesterday was it yesterday two days ago Yeah, I don't know. Okay, the Lakers game where Kuzma scored that three. All right, so that play, for instance, it was the Nuggets. Okay, anyways. Okay, so in that play, they passed to LeBron, then they passed to AD using both of them as a distraction, which left Kuzma out open in the three. That play perfectly embodied what Kuzma's role is, and I think he's finally understood who he is and what he's supposed to be doing – for that team and he's just the shooter he's the he's the guy that's just going to veer off to the side he's going to shoot he's going to do his thing whether it's a mid-range of three or just going into the lane and into the paint for a layup right they're going to use lebron and ad as a heavy distraction and they're going to start relying on these other guys Dion waiters jr smith kyle kuzma to just shoot 
Like that's that's going to be your role is shoot. Yeah, I mean it worked. I guess hey, I guess I guess that's fine. All I'm saying is if if it's Western Conference Finals and it's Lakers Clippers I'm I'm all for them letting Kuzma or J.R. Smith or Deion Waiters take the shots. I'm good with that because I know that they're not going to beat they're not going to beat the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I just I I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, okay, so we've seen what they can do. Mm-hmm. AD and LeBron. Uh, obviously, they're they're both incredible players. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if. I trust if you take away the top two on both teams, I trust the Clipper what's left of the Clippers more than I trust what's left of the Lakers. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to judge because the Clippers have such a good roster. They just just haven't been together. They just haven't been together enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too, is like they have not played together too much and they haven't, meshed like they should be like you know i feel like they're they're very there's a lot of opposites on that team yeah i mean i think like to to start obviously paul george missed i can't remember the first like 18 games of the season something like that with the two shoulder surgeries and for a while they had even just the the two the the two superstars and him and Kawhi, they were practicing on alternate days they weren't even practicing together. They, other than uh, a couple of games, they had no court time together. Mm-hmm. So I think it's taken them a little bit longer to mesh. And obviously you've had, you know, a, a couple of injuries and then getting into the bubble, a couple of guys have been quarantined. Montrez um, left for, I believe, I can't remember what it was um, initially. And then unfortunately his grandmother passed. Um, so he was out for that. I believe he's supposed to play tomorrow. So they might actually play their starters, you know, at least for a little bit to try and, you know, see if they can jumpstart some of that chemistry before the playoffs. But I think that's the only thing that I'm really worried about with the Clippers is just that, I mean, they have, they have been really good when they've all been together, but it hasn't been too many games. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be interesting what we see um, from the Clippers. And I think going into it, I mean, off the bat, like, right, the Clippers have the better lineup. I just don't think that they have. To me, that team just doesn't show me that they just, that they want it. It's probably just me uh, biased watching their games and everything. I'm hoping that they just suck. Um <laughs> Cause just because I want the Lakers to do well, yeah. But that that team's gonna do. They're gonna do good. Um, we could probably see them in the finals. I mean, yeah. Either either way. I mean, I I definitely if if it came down to the two LAs, I want the Clippers to advance more than I want the Lakers. But you know, I'm I'm always gonna root for LeBron, whatever team he's on. So I think either way. It's it's one of their, uh, you know, spots to lose. Mm-hmm. And I think either way, you know, it, it's going to be great basketball. Yeah, and the one thing I'm very excited for is 
the LeBron versus Paul George matchup, right? That's going to be good because the one thing I do know and the one thing I'm very hopeful for is LeBron knows how to beat Paul George. He's done it countless times in Indiana when he was in Cleveland. And I think he's going to do it again. I'm I'm glad that they're facing off together again because this time it's not going to be the same. Yeah, I think I don't I think it's going to be the, you know, if they can't find a way to to win, I think it's going to be the closest that a Paul George team has come to beating a LeBron team. Yeah. And they had some they had some some really close Eastern Conference Finals series back in the day. Yeah. Um a couple heartbreakers with the Cavs where I remember a few games, the Pacers were up at least 20 points um, and ended (laughs) up blowing them. It was really tough, really tough. But I think it's going to be, no matter what the outcome is, I think it's going to be great between those two teams. Hopefully nothing screws it up to, uh, you know, squash our chances of seeing that mm-hmm. in the Western Conference Finals because that would be, uh, you know, a great matchup and one that I think everybody's kind of been anticipating the entire season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're right. So moving on to NBA losers, essentially who has the most to lose, um, meaning like who's going to get blown up after this year? Uh, which teams, if they don't win it this year, they're never going to win it again. Um, which teams do you think are going to be the losers? Um, I don't know. The The first one, I'm not sold that they're necessarily going to be a loser, but I want to bring it up with you. Um, obviously, the, you know, the rumors have been swirling for a while that, that Giannis is potentially going to leave after this season. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I've just, I, I've, I've kept the, the feeling. I just don't, I, for whatever reason, I don't see it happening. I don't think that he necessarily cares as much. I don't want to say he doesn't care about winning because of course he, you know, he's a great competitor and he definitely wants to win. I don't see him, you know, leaving to, to join one of these star studded teams. Like I see, you know, some of the other superstars in the league I think that he's shown his loyalty he said countless times that you know he he doesn't want to leave Milwaukee and I think that as long as they are you know good to him he's going to be uh good to them uh in response and I don't know I just I don't see him leaving Hmm. what are your thoughts I actually do see him leaving if they don't win this I, I, me personally, I just, I wouldn't stay. Why would you? You lost Malcolm Brogdon last year. Yeah. One of the better players on their team just was riddled with injuries throughout the year. Um, they didn't make any crazy signings um, before the trade deadline. They didn't do anything in the last off season. Um, they did. They really haven't done anything. They have not shown any effort whatsoever besides drafting his family members. Yeah. <laughs> Great, but like at the same time, I mean, what is that going to do for you to win a championship? They are to play devil's advocate. They are the number one seed. Mm-hmm. 
do you think that it's there's a part of them that isn't you know going to go out and sign a marquee player because they don't think that they need to in the LeBronless Eastern Conference. I mean, they have no, you know, the Kawhi is gone from the Raptors. I think right. maybe they think they can they can do it without getting anybody else. I think they can. I think they can win it, win the East. But I don't see them winning the finals. That's the thing. So if they get hypothetical, they make it to the finals and they lose. If they made it to the finals and lost, do you think he's still leaving? Like what, what point of success do you think is acceptable for Giannis that he would come back? I think it truly depends on how they play in the finals. If they don't make it to the finals, he's gone. I'll leave that at that. Now, what happens in the finals, I think that will determine him staying or leaving. Um, obviously, I'm not in Giannis's mind, but that's just what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that that's how it would be for me. I would be super, super happy to make it to the finals, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm not trying to just make it to the finals every year. Eventually, I, w- I would want to win. I just don't think that this Milwaukee team is the team to win it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if it's, if it's late enough that he needs to be, not panicked about it, but. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't made it to a finals yet. Right. I think that if he makes it to the, to the finals this year, even if they lose, I think that as long as, you know, he feels like he's getting some type of progress with the organization, I don't see him wanting to, to leave. Maybe this year they make it to the finals. And let's say that LeBron and the Lakers embarrass them. Maybe he goes to to the organization and says hey we tried this it didn't work i need somebody else and then they go and get somebody yeah i think that's a very that's a very possible outcome um me personally i kind of hope he doesn't leave i like Giannis in milwaukee um mm-hmm. i don't really want to see him anywhere else i know there's a lot of rumors saying that he's going to golden state um but i don't know they, I, I don't think they have the the money. No, they do. For you think a, they could for a one year, yeah. For a contract, one year. Oh, for a. I don't think that he's going to want a one year to win. I don't think he cares about that that no. much yet. I don't know. Where do you he spent think, a lot of time with Kobe when so he was other alive. than Golden State? Where do you where do you realistically see him landing if he does decide to leave? What if he went to Indiana? <laughs> um, Toronto? You think he stays be, in the East or he's, I mean, he goes again, to the West? I don't think – he's definitely not going to Indiana unless they're giving him a long-term deal. No, and, I either. <laughs> you know, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure part of the um, – you know, part of what went into Paul George leaving Indiana was that he wasn't – he wasn't getting the the talent that he wanted around him and he didn't have the the potential to make the money that he wanted because they're such a small market team. What if he so went to the Knicks? I'm Giannis. I I wouldn't be going. That's fair. That's fair. I think there's very few teams that he could go to that 
would immediately translate in a championship. And I think the only one that is that is Golden State. Yeah, I mean, they would – I'm hoping that that, you know, doesn't happen because I think that that would I'm, – I'm enjoying the, the more competitive Western Conference, and I don't want, uh, you know, another team to be the automatic um, bid for that spot in the, in the finals. Um, I don't I – I think he – I still think that he will stay. I don't know why I have this feeling, but I think I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Uh, the other team that I think needs blown up is the Philadelphia 76ers. They haven't figured it out. No. I'm like, I'm sorry. I love the 76ers, love the players on that team. Uh, I think they're a bunch of amazing guys. They have not figured this shit out. And it's been year after year after year. And this year, I'm just not hopeful. No, no, you can't say trust the process for seven years and there'd be no process. You're not trusting the process. <laughs> it's in the name. You just have to trust it. You can't question it. Just trust it. Nope, I'm done. Blow it up. Nope. I'm fine with that. Blow it. Um, Do you the... think that, not to get off of the 76ers track, but do you think that... Um, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert need to be blown up. I think so. Before bubble, um, Rudy Gobert was very careless with the coronavirus, um, touching everything <laughs> and all that. Um, and it later came out in, in reports saying that there was a clear divide between the, those two players. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think it needs to be blown up. I think they that team needs a veteran. Anyone um, in mind? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. They got Mike Conley, didn't they? Um, yeah, they do. I don't know, man. I don't know that that team is tricky because you have a defensive monster and an offensive monster, but you just have no guy moving the ball. Yeah, they are – I don't know. I mean, Don, I would say Donovan Mitchell definitely facilitates that offense. Mm -hmm. But I – I think that's what they were hoping for with Mike Conley. But I don't know. It just hasn't been that. I think they miss Marco Rubio. You mean, you mean Ricky or, Rubio? Yeah. Marco Ricky Rubio, Rubio, the politician? <laughs> definitely not Marco Rubio. I think they do too. I think they do too. I'm a big Ricky Rubio fan. Man, he's I think a solid he guy. Solid. Yeah. Yeah, he's I think you're right. He, he was a really – he was a guy that was, you knew what you were going to get from him. Yeah, he's nothing spectacular, mm -hmm. but he's solid. He plays with energy. Uh, a couple of times I can remember him getting into, you know, a couple of scuffles with some Western Conference foe, and that's always great. Yep. But yeah, yeah they're, um, they're missing something. I can't quite put my finger on it. I don't know if it's energy or what it is, but something seems off. I have no hope in the jazz. <laughs> None. Um, 
All right, so let's move on from basketball and to take it on to a more somber note, college football is dead. RIP, it's gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. Well, till next year. Well, yeah, till next year. um, What was your first reaction when you heard that the Big Ten was being canceled? Um... I think that I have maintained the same mindset. I, from a fan of sports, I, of course, want it back. But I also appreciate, you know, the the situation that we're in and the you know, if, if they were to go ahead with it, how it would work with a bunch of college kids who aren't being paid and, you know, have so many opportunities to slip up if you're talking Corona protocol and stuff like that. I'm good with them waiting until, until the spring. I don't know if a spring season is actually feasible or if, you know, they'll have to just wait until the fall. I'm good with, with just the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish that it was that all of the conferences had voted at like the same time. I wish it was like a unanimous, you know, we're either all playing or we're not playing. I don't mm-hmm. like the fact that, you know, the, the ACC and SEC could potentially continue their season and the rest of the league's not. I, I feel kind of odd about that. Right. I think it's it's shitty. I think they need to come up with a system where all of the conferences are united. Um, obviously, they're under the NCAA, but the NCAA straight up just didn't do anything. They were just like, I eh, figure it out. Like, it, what? I think why isn't I there just like a commissioner that just decides yeah. these things? I think that it's bullshit that they were just like, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll stop athletes from from having jobs during the season, but we'll let you guys figure out if you want to have a season or not. Like yeah. it's to be so hands-on in things that they shouldn't be hands-on about. And then to just be like completely blase about the most important thing going on in your sport. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just odd to me. I wish, I wish that everyone, you know, they, they should have just created a panel like they do the, the college football playoff committee. They should have just made a committee of people from every conference and they should have just figured it out. Because how's it going to – I mean, if the – say the SEC and the ACC continues in the fall and everybody else waits till spring, mm-hmm. like what are they going to it, – it's just – it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you want to go before everybody else? Yeah, just – I don't get it, man. I was so – I was so distraught. I thought, I don't know when. So when I heard, when I first heard the rumors that the day before, 
that they had come to a decision and they were going to postpone or cancel the season. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, th- there's no way. They'll just delay it. It's just fine. Just delay it. Yeah. Right. Do the smart thing. Just delay it. But when they came back and they had that official announcement and they canceled it, dude, my heart sunk. I was just like, what the fuck? Then I started to think, you know, like, what, what, it, what is life like without college football? Right. What, what's, what is it going to be like? I'm going to wake up. Right. Do, do I still open a beer? <laughs> what do I do? I can't. If I go outside, is it still? Are the leaves gonna still fall? Like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, this know. is this is this is unprecedented. Are there tailgates still? Yeah. What, 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 stop the tailgates? Do I do I keep buying beer? Do I stop? What do oh I do now? I just like I was just. What do I even do on Saturdays in the fall now? I. I I'm not gonna watch the SEC. Come on. Who do you think I am? But no, it, it it hurt, man. It really hurt, especially like being here at Ohio State finally after four fucking years and then just to have the season canceled. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Yeah, what's up? Recording a podcast with Andy. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> Kyle. Oh, Kyle, of course. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was just really distraught, man. It was it was tough. And I know a lot of people are really sad about it. And some people are asking, well, why don't they do a bubble? Why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? But I mean, given the circumstances, there's three options. Play the season, delay the season, or postpone it. I think they made the worst decision out of the three. Um to postpone it to the spring, man, I, I just don't think that that's the best idea of player-wise. I to don't have, know. To, I mean, to expect the players to play in the spring and then to come back right after summer and play in the fall, no way, man. That's You're asking for a lot of injuries. It does. It, it, it's definitely going to suck. But if they tried to, first of all, how they would even – I don't think that you could do a bubble for every college football team. Oh, no, 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 no. You cannot do a bubble with football. It would get get destroyed in a week's time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no way. A couple of people have to get it, and then it's it's over. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I I appreciate that, you know, the, the fans definitely want it. I appreciate that, you know, the NCAA and the the universities, people are losing a fuck ton of money. And I mean, even how it's affecting like recruiting and stuff like that sucks. But I think that it would be worse if they tried to go along with the fall season and then had it all fall apart. So I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with them waiting. I don't know, man. It just sucks. It just sucks. The whole thing sucks. Like whether whatever like whatever your preference is for the season, this sucks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, just just the state that we're in in the world today in general. You know what I mean? It sucks. Yeah. Any every aspect that you look at it, it's it sucks. There's just no easy way to put it, man. Like just 
wear your mask. Just wear the fucking mask. <laughs> Just wear it. Just wear it. Just wear the mask, man. Yeah. College football. R.I.P. Overall, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. I uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, this one was kind of a long one talking about the NBA, but I mean, it's something that I'm passionate about. Um, and if you haven't seen already um, on one of the guys, pod.com, uh, spelled exactly like that, but pod spelled P O D. If you don't know how to spell pod um, there, I write blogs every day. Um, we had Nick write a blog. Was very very upset um, about Ohio State. If you know Nick, or if you've heard him from previous episodes, you know that he's an avid OSU fan. He throws up before every game. He does a vlog before every game. Um, when Urban retired, he cried for probably about three days straight. Um, so yeah, uh, check it out if you guys like it. Share it. Um, if you guys like the podcast, share it with your friends, family, neighbors. I don't really give a shit who. But, get your um, dog on it. Yeah, get your dog listening. Your accountant, your library, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the local guys hanging out at the library. Sometimes when I go into McDonald's, there's some uh, guys hanging out and, you know, reading the paper, drinking some coffee. So you get them listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell your friends about one of the guys. Um, I would really appreciate that. Um, and then don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, Talk to you guys next week. Peace.